So I'm liking the numbers on uh, the oil price. Uh, Those markets have retreated (laughs) recently. Uh, What's driving the prices lower of the multi-year highs? Definitely some good news in terms of oil price developments um, from a consumption perspective, Sakina. Um, we did see oil uh, retreat quite sharply over recent sessions. It's fallen more than 5% um, off its recent peaks. And as you mentioned earlier, it's trading just about $61 a barrel, um, well, sixty one twenty a barrel um, at, at this time. Now, the reason why oil has, has come under some pressure recently, it seems as though investors are now weighing uh, an increase in U.S. Uh, production against the prospect for OPEC to extend their supply cuts. So uh, what we what we tend to see in the, in the current oil market is that, you know, as OPEC um, trims their production, it, it provides support to the oil price, and this offers a very attractive entry point for U.S. producers because they they produce oil at, at very cheap levels, and if the price increases, then for obvious reasons, they want to get into that market and, and you know, take profits um, on those higher prices. So that's uh, something that, that weighed a bit on oil as, as these used producers now uh, step up their output. And, of course, we've had some soft macroeconomic data out of China, and this might also be, you know, driving uh, some impetus in terms of, of the oil market bears. So they're saying underlying fundamentals are not as strong as everybody thinks they are, so oil prices at those levels that we saw them recently are not just not necessarily justified. Nevertheless, um, even though we have seen this pullback, the current oil price level is still quite high relative to where it's been um, in, in recent quarters. And unfortunately, for the time being, South African consumers are still facing quite a significant fuel price hike next month of between 70 and 75 cents a litre. And in order for this, this price increase to come down, we would have to see a, a more aggressive a pullback in oil prices um, for the remainder of, of November. And, of course, the next main event that the oil market will monitor in terms of, of um, you know, price drivers is the OPEC meeting that takes place on November 30th. So we'll keep an eye on that um, to, to see whether or not we could see some relief in terms of oil price dynamics. And uh, we just wanted to go lower still. And then uh, just looking at the wholesale trade sales uh, that was released yesterday, Yana, did that data offer an equally rosy picture because the retail sales numbers uh, did so on Wednesday? Sakina, unfortunately not. And, and I think it, it maybe just briefly to say that the wholesale trade sales numbers are not not really closely monitored by the markets. Um, it's a second-tier release. But... It's important to note what the data showed us yesterday um, because trade sales essentially collapsed to levels last seen back in 2012. We saw a year-on-year contraction of more than 10%, and this translated into a quite a significant quarter-on-quarter contraction as well of around 3%. And this is a major red flag for the retail sector going forward. And as we discussed yesterday, you know, we, we've been a bit surprised by, by how well retail sales have kept up um, considering a number of factors. And we are, we are just mindful of the fact that this collapsing wholesale sales um, might be an indication that the 
strength that we've seen in the retail sector might not be sustained um, in the final quarter of the year. So that's just something that we'll, we'll be monitoring. Um, and just to say that uh, we're wary of becoming overly optimistic in terms of the retail um, environment just yet. And then, Jana, Bloomberg released their November economic survey yesterday. Was there any interesting results contained in that survey? In terms of, of the, the growth expectations, analyst growth expectations, not too much, uh, you know, anything new there. We've got 2017 um, GDP pegged at 0.7%, uh, after which it's seen rising to 1.3% in 2018 and then to 1.6% in 2019. Uh, what was interesting um, in the results is the interest rate expectations. Now, analysts um, are, you know, they all in agreement in terms of, of what the short-term views for interest rates that is likely to remain unchanged into the start of 2018, but there are mixed views after that. Um, some are calling for a 25 basis point interest rate reduction in the first or the second quarter of next year, and then others expect the Saab to hike in the, the third or the fourth quarter next year. And now the, these interest rate um, estimates provided by analysts is, again, or is also in contrast to what the the, the market is showing us. If we look at forward rate agreements, um, the market suggests that the interest rates uh, will increase by 50 basis points through the course of the next year. So there's, it's very clear that the, the outlook for interest rates beyond the short term is extremely uncertain. Um, in terms of, of we are, what we are expecting, we think that, that the SAB will likely hold interest rates at 6.75% next week. And they will probably feel most comfortable, you know, sitting on the fence ahead of the the ANC elective conference in December. And we think the outcome of the conference will determine whether or not um, the bank will lean towards interest rate hikes or interest rate cuts come next year. And, of course, it will all be determined by how the market interprets the outcome of the ANC elective conference. If we see a positive outcome... You know, the RAND might find some reprieve. Bond markets could stabilize a bit after selling off quite aggressively recently. And this could give the SAR the room to reduce interest rates, um, given that underlying economic fundamentals, such as inflation and the credit environment and just generally weak growth conditions, all suggest that the SAR, in fact, still has room to reduce interest rates. So we are really hoping for a positive outcome or that the market interprets the outcome of the December elective conference as a positive, as this would be um, a potential catalyst for the SARP to to lower interest rates further um, in the first half of next year. But, of course, we will have to wait and see what happens, uh, given that uh, the political environment is, is beyond our control. So, as I said, we'll just keep monitoring those developments there.